Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. Now, in my last episode, I featured the most memorable songs from the 1970s. And on this episode, I'll continue with some of the most memorable songs of the following decade, the 1980s. You'll be hearing from the likes of veteran rockers Petra, the Garmin Key, Russ Tapp, and much more. And starting us out, Mylon Lefevre, Brains Up in the Sky. Get up, try and find a way. Fill up, stand on holy ground Look up, the train's up in the sky
Mylon Lefebvre and Broken Heart, and Trains Up in the Sky, from the 1987 Crack the Sky release. Now, although Mylon currently travels around the United States, ministering, teaching, singing, his impact on early Jesus music was quite remarkable. At 17 years old, Mylon wrote his first song without him, recorded later by none other than the late Elvis Presley. His first mainstream album was entitled Mylon, We Believe, on Atlantic Records in 1970, and it's considered by some to be the first true Jesus rock album. (laughs) There's so much more I could say about my friend Mylon, but when he came up for air again, he formed the Broken Heart Band, and over 10 years, the group released 10 albums, and traveled over a million miles with their Southern Rock CCM of the 1980s and 90s. This is Jerry Bryant. Now, there were several changes within the whole scope of Jesus music that took place in the decade of the 1980s. This new genre of music, barely 10 years under its belt, was now being referred to as contemporary Christian music instead of Jesus music one could begin to notice that the ministry-oriented music was slowly being replaced with a corporate-oriented industry, both favorable and unfavorable changes taking place. Now, one of the positive changes was that the album and touring budgets became larger, thereby stepping up the productions to a more professional level. But on the downside, in some cases, the evangelistic message of spreading the gospel through the message of the music, seemed to take a back seat. But thankfully, there were those who cut their teeth during those formative years and were not going to be swayed by watering down the word in favor of sales. They also helped mentor some of the new and upcoming artists during this time of transition. With some more memories of the 1980s where it all began, here's Texas native David Meese with his signature song to remind us that we are the reason. As little children, we would dream of Christmas morn And all the gifts and toys we knew we'd find But we never realized a baby born one blessed night On a dark and cloudy day 
a song that's been covered by over 200 other artists. David Meese, his iconic song, We Are the Reason, on Full Circle. Hi, this is David Meese, and you're listening to the very best of classic Jesus music on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Stay tuned, and in a few moments, I'll give you a mailing address. I'd really like to hear what you think of the show. We now head over to 1981 in which the early Jesus rock band Petra also released their fourth album called Never Say Die. And it was from this album that this classic track called The Coloring Song was their first big hit. Red is the color of the blood that flowed down the face of someone who loved us so. He's the perfect man, he's the Lord's own son, he's the Lamb of God, he's the that can give us life, that can make us grow, that can make the love between us flow. Blue is the color of a heart so cold that will not bend when the story's told of the love of God for a sinful race, of the blood that flows. That can give us life, that can make 
song, a song that reached the number one spot of three Christian radio charts, rock, adult contemporary, and inspirational, as well as placing in the top 20 of the Southern Gospel charts, of all things, the only Christian rock band that I know of to do so. The song was written by Dave Eden, the drummer for Greg X. Volt's band called the E-Band back in 1972. Now, on the E-Band Facebook page, Dave tells how he came up with the song. He said he was working on an assembly line producing welcome mats. And it was pretty boring. So as he worked, he would sing, think, pray, space out. Every few seconds, he had to take a mat off the conveyor belt, store it on a rack. One day, as he was handling those colorful items, he got an idea. He had been praying about his weekend gig with the E-Band and especially for the agnostic intellectual kids. And he began musing. What if there was a song that could convey the gospel clearly, creatively, that was simple enough for a child, but profound enough for a scholar? So, in the middle of loading mats, on Tarax he began to sing. Red is the color of the blood that flowed down the face of someone who loves us so. And blue is the color of a heart so cold it will not bend when the story's told. Well, he went home that day, and it didn't take long for the Lord to download the whole thing. That's what it was like for many Jesus music artists back in the day. The Holy Spirit just seemed to send them the songs. It was effortless. They were empty vessels that God was using to pour out His Word to the thirsty generation of kids. Up next, singer-songwriter, veteran of Jesus music, Randy Stonehill. Now, Randy was included on my last episode of the show, featuring the most memorable songs of the 1970s, and he's back again. He had so many great songs 
in these early years. In 1982, he released the first of two albums produced by his good friend Terry Taylor. And on that particular project, he penned this featured track that he still plays, now some 38 years later. Keep on the devil, light the candle, everything's alright. Light the candle, everything's alright. Oh, when I was a baby child, shut it up, keep out the devil. Good and bad was just a game. Shut it up, keep the devil in the night. Many years and many trials. Shut it up, keep out the devil. They proved to be Stonehill and Shut the Door, which has a decidedly Jamaican flavor to it, and also a lot of fun, from the 1982 album called Equator, a concert favorite that at one time became a 12-minute long audience participation epic during his live performances. This is Jerry Bryant, and coming up, the number one song of all time, according to CCM Magazine, in its 1998 20th anniversary issue. But first, let me give you the mailing address I was telling you about, because I really would love to hear from you, your response to the songs of the decade. This particular version, of course, featuring the songs of the 80s on Full Circle. You can write me at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Or you can send a note via my Facebook page, Full Circle Jesus Music, 
Or you can go to my webpage at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. You can check out and listen to some of our past episodes, such as the last episode, episode number 251, the best of the decade of the 70s. And if you'd like to support the radio show, boy, we'd really appreciate that. A one-time or a monthly gift using the donate button at the top of the page. All gifts are tax deductible. And thanks. You know, it's rare that one would have a song that would make such an impact on a debut recording. But Michael W. Smith did just that. His song, Friends... The single most popular song in Christian music history, according to some. CCM Magazine proclaimed it as the number one song of all time in its 1998 20th anniversary issue. The simple chorus with its hopeful, almost childlike lyric has been a part of an entire generation's memory-making moments. I mean, it's been responsible for countless lumps and countless throats at weddings, graduations, funerals, birthdays, church camps, anniversaries, and youth groups for over 20 years. Now, originally appearing in 1983 on the Michael W. Smith Project album, the track included vocals from one of his real friends, Amy Grant. And when he was hired to play keyboards on Amy's tour, he joined her on stage every night to close the show with what was becoming his signature song. It never failed to bring the house down. The song's momentum began to grow, and by the time Michael featured the song again on his 1987 album, The Live Set, (laughs) it was already a classic. Friends still graces the set of every concert that Michael performs. I mean, he sung it for the President of the United States at Camp David, as well as for the families of the victims of the Columbine tragedy. The power of that simple little song continues to this day. Packing up the dreams God planted In the fertile soil of you Can't believe the hopes He's granted Means a chapter in your life is through But we'll keep you close as always If only you've gone Cause our hearts in big and small ways We'll keep the love that keeps us strong And friends are friends forever If the Lord's the Lord of them And a friend will not say never Cause the welcome will not end Though it's hard to let you go Lifetime is not too long to live 
Michael W. Smith and the song Friends. Full circle. I'm back, and I now have Leslie Phillips, another female singer-songwriter who also does a duet with the second chapter of Acts male vocalist Matthew Ward. It comes from her sophomore album called Dancing with Danger, which brought forth several radio singles, including my featured song, by my spirit. My writer, Russell Baum, found an old songbook of hers in which she had commentary about each of the songs she had written within the book. And here's what she had to say about this particular song. The church I fellowship with in Los Angeles loves music. They love to worship the Lord with it. And I believe in encouraging one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, as we're told to do in Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. Some of my fondest memories are of my pastor, Jack Hayford, sitting down at the piano and teaching us little courses that drove the points of his teachings home. Throughout the week, when we were tempted or struggling, we could sing these songs and be encouraged. By My Spirit was inspired by one of my pastor's teachings on Zechariah chapter 4, verses 6 through 10, a reminder to us 
that the Lord will finish what He started in us. And He'll do what He promised in our lives by His Spirit. I hope this song will remind you of the Lord's faithfulness when you need it most. Looking back to 1984, Leslie Phillips, By My Spirit, on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Not by might, and not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not by might, and not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Sometimes fears can hide your vision. The loss of purpose chains you down. Think I've forgotten all your dreaming of, but how could I forget the one I love? And it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord.
By My Spirit, from Leslie Phillips along with Matthew Ward. It landed in the number 12 spot in the charts for a total of 22 weeks. Now, if you're just joining me, I've been featuring some of the most memorable songs from the decade of the 1980s. The songs were chosen based on a variety of criteria, including placement, number of weeks on the chart, its lasting impression, having, as it were, stood the test of time, as well as the number of times I played it on a particular show in the past. I've been taking one song from each year of the decade, which was not an easy task, and I obviously left some monster hits out of the loop, as is the case for my next artist, Russ Taft. Now, one might suppose that we would have featured his signature song, We Will Stand, but we ended up using Michael W. Smith, his song Friends, from that year instead. So, as we take a look at CCM in 1985, we find Russ releasing his second solo album that had a different sound and feel than some of his previous solo work as well as his time with the Imperials. This album featured some of the top session players of the day, including Dan Huff, on guitar, Nathan East on bass, Robbie Buchanan on keyboards, and Paul Lim on drums. Musically, this featured track from the album has an 80s pop sensibility, while lyrically it's very well crafted, with no less than four writers contributing to the track. Looking back to 1985, Rust Half and Meadows on Full Circle. He is a
Imperio's lead singer Russ Taft with the title track to his sophomore album Metals, a song that landed in the number three spot in the charts for a total of 22 weeks on November 1st, 1985. And I now continue with the theme of spiritual warfare for my feature selection representing the year of 1986. It comes from DeCarmo and Key's seventh album. While technically the album was released toward the end of 1985, it didn't gain momentum until the next year. The title of the new album, Commander Sozo and the Charge of the Light Brigade, may sound a bit strange and mystical at first, but they explained it to the Oklahoma City News before one of their concerts in that town when they said, we wanted a title that would give some kind of clue as to what the music inside was about. We lost sleep trying to come up with just the right name for the album. The music on the album is pretty adventuresome. Sozo is a Greek word that literally means to save or to heal. And from that vantage point, Commander Sozo would be Jesus. The Charge of the Light Brigade, we borrowed from a poem written by Alfred Tennyson. And our light is the spiritual light, and brigade would be the church. Our whole ministry is geared to the church. Sometimes we wonder as we're putting a show together if we're on the right track. Well, the other day something happened that confirmed that they were. The writer of my show, Russell Baum, was working on this show. And he was looking into the song Destined to Win from DeGarmo and Key. He originally thought that that song was inspired by the 19th century Irish poet Thomas Moore who mentions the phrase, destined to win, in one of his poems. Well, by some kind of divine appointment, 
Here in downtown Franklin, Tennessee, he literally ran into Eddie DeGarmo and was able to ask him about that song. And Eddie said, well, I wasn't even aware of the poem. That song was birthed out of a toothache, of all things. <laughs> it, was, it was the day before Easter, and I couldn't get to a dentist because it was the weekend and no one was open. One might think that the song is about big victories in life, but it's also those small ones that God has his hand in as well. So, with the help of the Holy Spirit, he was able to deal with the pain and persevere and composing one of the most recognized songs from the 1980s. Here with the song that ended up in the number two spot in the charts on February 24th, 1986. For a total of 18 weeks, destined to win the Garmo and Keith on Full Circle.
destined to win. The Garmo and Key with guest vocalist gospel great Jesse Dixon. Hey, it's Greg X. Voles from Petra, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Classic Jesus music, looking back to where it all began. This is Jerry Bryant, and my next song has no great story behind it, at least that I'm aware of. It's just a great, memorable, melodic rock song that was the title track to Greg X. Voles' first solo album after leaving the group Petra with a song that was in the number three spot on the charts on February 23rd of 1987 for a total of eight weeks. This is Greg X. Volz with The River Is Rising. I hear the rain already.
The River is Rising, from Petra's former lead singer, Greg X. Foles. The song was written by Mike Smith, who was a writing partner for Greg, having a hand in writing eight of the nine tracks on this debut solo album. We have a great song coming up that a lot of people think this one's going to be around for a long time. And boy, were they right. But first of all, let me remind you, this is a listener-supported radio show. Last episode was the best of the decade of the 1970s, and this one was entitled the best of the decade of the 1980s. Of course, only a snippet of all the great songs from either one of those decades. And so you know that Full Circle Jesus Music highlights the songs that really helped start today's CCM, some of the early artists, and some of the stories that I tell, because I was there, you can find on my webpage at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And you have over 250 hours of early classic retro, if you want to call it that, Jesus music from where it all began. Now, we are listener-supported. That means that those who really want to see this kind of music be remembered can help supply the need simply through their giving one time or on a monthly basis using the webpage that I gave you, fullcirclejesusmusic.com. All gifts are tax-exempt, and you can find right there at the very top on the right a donate button. And for whatever you decide to do to help. Thanks. I now have that song in which anyone who heard it for the first time would think to themselves, this one's going to be around for a long time. Well, I'm speaking of the song Awesome God by Rich Mullins. In the book, The 100 Greatest Songs in Christian Music, it took the number one spot. His brother David Mullins said, Rich would probably be the least likely to look upon it as an honor. Actually, it would probably tick him off. I could just hear him say, It's foolish to try to rate art. Art is not a contest. But for the millions of Rich Mullins fans who still keenly feel his absence since his death in a car accident in 1997, the choice of Awesome God as the number one Christian song is actually no contest at all. The story behind the song goes something like this. Rich was driving late at night by himself to a youth concert in Colorado, and he was having trouble staying awake. And he said he was thinking about Southern preachers, the kind that say short sentences real strong. So he rolled down his window, and he started yelling these statements into the night, trying to stay awake. And there is thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fists. And he thought it was funny. And then when he got to the concert, he taught the kids the song. Almost every Rich Mullins concert after that included a point in which he started singing that song and then stopped, closed his eyes, and let the gentle a cappella response of the crowd wash over him. Awesome God creates a magic moment. Rich once remarked, it reminds you that this world is not your home. When he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just putting on the Ritz. Our God is an awesome God. There's thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fists. Our God is an awesome God. 
wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very close, and so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Rich Mullins. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.